Hey y'all, it's J and K, also known as Jess and Karina, or just K, from the Baby AF Podcast. We're here to spread confidence like confetti and give you tools to be babies fuck. Join us for an hour or less of guaranteed comedy, often empowerment, and some random ass crying, giggles, and snorts. Also, if you're wondering why the hell you're here, just grab a seat, buckle up babes, cause here we go. because leave meeting i'm done we just got an alert that said recording in progress does zoom have a new feature we don't know about probably hi it's us we're back we're here we're present we're accounted for we are alive we are kind of (laughs) well we are um well may was mental health month we took some time a lot of time Especially because I thought we were going to watch an episode on Wednesday. And then no one got around to it. You know, schedules, people, sick dogs, Memorial Day. Things. All the things. Here we are. But we're here. Yeah. But we're here. Here to like jump back in after we haven't recorded an episode in like three weeks. And we're cool. We're cool about it. We are cool about it. We're not stressing about it. We're just being who we are. Who are you looking at over there, homie? My son, who was walking around like a pigeon. Jax, let me see. Oh, he's already gone. Oh, by the way, look at my new phone case. Can you see it? Well, hold it up higher. Yes, Karina's new phone case says, I run on coffee, sarcasm, and lipstick. That is my jam sandwich. That's a good one. Who made that for you? Do we have anyone to shout out? Oh, (laughs) I look like shit. Karina right now is like cute blonde um, hair with her red lip and her eye makeup on and her fucking lashes. And I'm here looking like I'm homeless in a Sherpa. That's no joke. Um, Are you guys surprised? Not many things have changed. <laughs> my red lip is fading, but I've had it on for a while. I've been doing this whole month. I've been doing lipstick of the day. So I have my lipstick on and I just haven't taken my makeup off yet. All right. I did my makeup on Wednesday and fell asleep in it last night because I haven't slept well in six days since my dog's been, well, dare I say, ate a pound of brisket on Saturday. So that's that. Good times. Had by all. Absolutely good times. It was so fun. Sorry you couldn't make it. Maybe to the next one. That's because your boy had a birthday. Your boy had a birthday. Okay, what other housekeeping things do we have? Oh my God. The early bird pricing for the workshop is going to be ending soon. So if you fools have not gotten yourself a ticket, you need to. Here's the deal. If you have plans on October 16th, that's fine. Get a virtual ticket. There will be an indefinite replay. That's what I said. We have some people coming in to for videos, but we'll also have some in-person speakers and you will be able to view all of them. They will be alternating in the live feed and 
you should just freaking do it. Okay. You should just freaking do it. Trust us. If you've never trusted us before, trust us now. Also, if you choose virtual but want to come in person, let us know. We can switch a room. Also, if you choose in person but cannot make it and want to do virtual, also works. Let us know. Video housekeeping right here. Do we have yeah, any? But I'm just thinking of somebody that I was supposed to ask to do a video in. We have plenty of time. We have plenty of time. Now, if it's August and we haven't asked, probably a problem. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. We are trying not to be the fly by the seat of our pants babes these days. Um, so let's just get right into it. Why is mental health month so important? Why is mental health so important? Why should we mental health? I asked a lot of questions in a very short period of time. Basically, that's what we're fucking talking about today, guys, because we missed you and we needed to take a break. And this is not season one versus season two. This is just episode number 74. What do we have? How many? I don't know what episode. I have lost track of what episode we're on. Thank God for a catalog on the internet, I tell you. Thank God for an online catalog. Karina, I don't know what why does this ear doesn't ear? work? What? I don't know why this ear doesn't work. Stop. I think this ear hole is smaller than the other. Oh, no. What were you asking me? Yeah. <clears throat> you just asked me something. Uh, why do you think mental health is important? Episode 73, I lied. We're, this is episode 73 of the Baby AF podcast, and you're just now tuning in. I'm Jess. That's Karina. Fucking with her earphones again. I'm really buying you some, like... It, the problem is, is I can't really use earphones because my ear holes are so small, but I can't not use earphones when I'm in the house because of all the noise. So therefore, I need to use earphones, and I don't know why I'm talking on the left side of my mouth. <laughs> Did you go to the dentist today? No. But, um, I have to use something, but my ears are so small, things don't sit in my ears correctly. Well, that sounds like a personal problem, I tell you. I don't know what. Um, I think my ring light shit the bed. Why? Why do I think that? It won't mm -hmm. turn on. It's fine. You just got to get me all grainy and weird. All right. All right. So why do you think mental health management wellness is important? You know, I never thought that it was important. Um, I never thought it was important until my mental health crashed. How did you realize your mental health was crashing? Um, when I could no longer do the things or enjoy the things that you're supposed to enjoy or you're supposed to do. 
Okay. Um, when the things that are no normal for you are, I dropped my pen. Not that I have, don't have 17,000 million sitting on my desk. I'd like to say when depression hits you, but then you go to what is depression? Um, the inability to do normal tasks, yeah. shall we say? Yes. Yeah. Um, like in a way that's just like, oh, I forgot to do it. Or is it the ability? Karina's holding back a lot today and that's not like her. Get it together, home slice. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> Mental health to, for me is when you literally can't function. Yeah. And mm, my nose is also peeling in it for teeth. Um, it develops in a, I think for you, when you cannot do your daily routines or tasks anymore without having trouble. Um, and I, it's easy to get out of bed. It's easy to go do things. It's easy to just go on your daily routine. And when your daily routine becomes hard and you feel like you no longer can do the things that you do on a daily basis. I feel like something in your mental health, for instance, I got a new job. I didn't get a new job. I got a new, co I got a new company. You have the same job. Same job. You are at a new company. Yeah. No, you can't hear me because I can't hear you. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah whole time because I pressed mute on my fucking computer I changed companies not a different job and my job was great I loved my job I loved what I did but somehow it was straining on my mental health where I was not barking I was not happy at home. I was not doing things at my house that I should be doing. I wanted to sleep. I wanted to like things that I would normally do and enjoy. I couldn't. And I didn't realize that my current job situation had so much to do with that until I changed my job. Yeah. You're listening. Can you hear me? Yeah, honey. I said, yes, girl, I can oh. hear you all day long. I couldn't hear you. I'm listening. <laughs> And it has, I mean, it has things to even, I, I think when your mental health gets so bad that it's almost like you can't function. Can well, because it's all tied together. I've been noticing lately that, um, I am not saying words and sentences that make sense. Like the other day I said, I'm going to go into the chicken and I meant to say kitchen. Like, I'm not going to go into any chickens, you guys. I don't even have chickens. But I was like, literally like, 
I'm gonna go into the chicken to get a glass of water, but I meant fucking kitchen. And I looked it up as to like what happens when you transpose words and sentences. Or I've been noticing lately, like when I'm typing, I am typing in words backwards, which I don't know if this is a stroke situation or what, but I'm the most functional stroke patient ever at the moment because um, it's all backwards and wonky. But I was reading last night about what can cause certain things and, and how things function and pretty dementia, great, which is what I probably have anyway um, in my next 30 years. Um, but, um, there's this thing called aphasia. So basically if you're too stressed out, if you are, um, anxiety ridden at the moment, like, um, those things can cause your brain to basically short circuit. And that's why I've been having for the past couple of weeks, because a lot has been going on. Chris is about to start a new job. Um, the dog has been sick. They've been crazy. He's here and there and everywhere. And we're selling my grand's house in Indiana and like that emotional tie to that establishment is really hard for me. Um, we got a bid yesterday, so that it's just moving along in a manner to where I never thought we'd have to deal with it. And my parents are doing a great job. Like my parents are doing well with that factor, but I didn't realize until literally yesterday that part of the reason why I'm saying things backwards or having trouble like typing effectively at my job is because of stress and anxiety. And like, I don't do a good job of number one, chilling the fuck out. Like Chris tells me to calm down all the time. You know, there's that stigma around telling women to calm down. But like, if I need him to tell me that he won't say it unless it's like an absolute. And he's like, babe, chill the fuck out. And like, I can't, there's, I don't do recreational drugs or drugs in general. So like, and I'm not a drinker, maybe once a month, like on Saturday I had three beers and I was like, all right, we're, we're we had three beers. There's where we are. I'm going to go to bed now. Like I, it's just like the coping mechanisms that a lot of people use. I don't want to, because I hate the way they make me feel afterward. So I would rather, like last night I got home and I was like, I am stressed. I'm going to go on a bike ride like a 10 year old. And it's the best thing we've done in a long time. Like we've been going on bike rides together. He's like, do you want me to go? Or do you want me to go by, want to go by yourself? I was like, you can go. Just a little jaunt around the old subdivision. It was good. So what tools do you use um, to kind of get yourself out of it. Do you have a routine to get yourself back into a daily routine if you're in that depressive state or if your mental health is in the shitter? I'll be honest, mine changes depending on how- Severe? Severe or the situation. Okay. Um, or what caused me to have a mental breakdown. Uh-huh. Um, Majority of the time, or most of the time, I would say about 85% of the time is me just, I don't say ignoring everybody or everything or, but really that's just taking everything out that is not going to, I don't want to say distract me or help me get better because that's not the case, but I really just take everything out and try to focus on me like grounding and I don't think that there's you know anything what? wrong with being selfish um 
And I had, it's taken me a very long time to learn that, that I can say no and that I don't have to do something, even though I don't want to say it may be important or it may be something that may be important to somebody else, but you can't fake being truly happy. And I would rather get back to a state of happiness for myself so I can be um, happy for other, like around other people. Yeah. Um, so I just try to stay to myself and I don't want to say swallow my own self pity, wallow in my own. Sometimes you have to for a little bit, just to kind of figure out what the root of the issue is in the moment. Like earlier today, I was like, I'm really having a moment today. Um, and I mean, I sent you that text that Chris said along with me and I was like, okay, I just said it out loud. And I was like, all right, I'm going to be fine. It's going to be great. Everything is always working out for us. And I think that the stigma around mental health instability is fucked up. Like everyone has a brain. Like why is there judgment in regards to how you need to heal yourself in regards to um, whether it be seeing a therapist, getting on medicine, balancing your hormones, talking to someone, shit, talking to yourself in the fucking car when you're driving down the road. Like I understand why there's a stigma especially if it's attached to substance abuse but even in the case to where like I was like hey I gotta go hey hold on one second um what do you consider the most important part for mental health Banner just barks I'm gonna make sure he doesn't need to go outside so that's my question for you what do you consider the most important factors for mental health like why do you think it's so important why do I think mental health is so important? I think taking care of yourself is so important. And I believe that everybody suffers with mental health differently. Some people don't consider it mental health. Some people consider it a form of anxiety or some people just, I feel like don't even consider that. I don't want to say it's wrong or that you're going through something. Mental health is important. And some people just don't recognize it. Um, I also struggle with anxiety and depression. So until I got in touch with those two things, then I realized what my mental health, how it was affecting those other things. Like we said, that it goes hand in hand together. Why do I think it is important? Repeat the question. <laughs> so basically like why mental do we think important. mental health is important and like not even just acknowledging it, but like taking steps to improve it, I guess. But I, because I'm in denial a lot that I have anxious tendencies. And to me, that's odd that you are in denial because you are a very anxious person. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, you're a very, I mean, Chris and I both have told you before that if you don't, if there's and it's not a bad thing. It's just how you are. If there's not anxiety for something, you find something to be worried about. Oh, like, yeah. You're a very anxious person and you have to be anxious about something. And I think that goes hand in hand with mental health, but you have to be aware of that. So you know how to handle it. Yeah. Like you were listing all these things earlier. And I think that makes you such an empathetic person, but because you 
are so empathetic towards others and things. And I don't want to say things that don't really, 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 really affect you because they do, but they're more of an emotional effect to you that that makes your anxiety and your mental health so much more. Me, like, I feel like I'm an empathetic person also, but I'm learning to break up the mental health and the anxiety. Like, is this something that I truly need to worry about? Or do I take it as it is? Do I bless and release? Do I just go with the flow? Like, And I completely understand where y'all are coming from when you tell me that. I just think it's a matter of me like registering that it's a worry. And, and I think that there's a difference between a worry and an anxiety. Like I feel like until I know that it's okay from someone else's perspective about what's actually happening, then I won't catch it right away. Does that make sense? So like, um, the, and I don't even necessarily feel oftentimes that it's like a mental instability in regards to the way that that feels. I just think I'm doing better saying that this is an issue because for a really, really long time, I didn't talk about fucking anything. I just like shut up and didn't talk about emotion, didn't talk about other people's actions toward me. I was basically a people pleaser and a pushover. So, um, I think I'm coming out of that in a way to where at least now I'm like, Hey, I'm feeling like this. I need you to help me rationalize it. And then like, help me with the game plan. You know what I mean? So I am taking steps in order to feel different when those things happen to me, or if I'm feeling about them in a certain way, I can still hear you even if you're not plugged in. Hold on. Okay. So yeah, like I think for me, oftentimes, like if I don't work out on a daily basis or even like three to four times a week, like I can tell my body starts to feel weird and very run down. So for me, exercise is huge to get that often anxious worry a little bit more under control for me. But then I'm also a fucking control freak to where like, I like to do shit my own way. So I think it's an interesting caveat that I have because while I worry about what's going on with other people and how that may affect me, or even if it doesn't affect me, I also then have to control it. So it's like a double-edged sword to where I'm trying to acknowledge the anxiety and the worry, but also like, can I even control that? Like, it's the same as to where like, I can only control what I can control. Like, the beginning of COVID, everyone was like, I'm so in control of everything. And then they lost complete control because no one knew what the fuck was going on. And I heard on a podcast a while back that you can only control like the five things that are happening around you. Right. So, so pick one thing that's happening around you that you can control. Like if you need to fold the laundry and your folded laundry has been sitting on your couch and you've walked past it three times, pick it up on that fourth time and go put it in the drawer. Like that's something you can control right then and right there. Like you can take hold of a situation and be better in that space. So I think it's just a matter of of number one, like actually acknowledging that it's a need and a desire and no longer being in denial of what my needs are. Because I, as a person, I'm always like trying to help other people and, you know, like 
feel what they feel when, when honestly, like a lot of times, if someone comes at me and they're like, I'm completely overwhelmed and I'm pissed off and I'm like, wait, I understand how you're feeling, but that's making me feel a certain way. So I have to know that their feelings are not my feelings. I think it's just because I want to help sometimes or all the time. So, because it diverts the way that I feel if I'm helping someone else. Yeah. We're trying to, I mean, that's not a bad thing. But like, no, if I do it habitually all the time and don't ever focus on how I'm feeling in certain situations and just completely push it down and ignore it, that's not helping me help others because it's not even helping me help myself. So it's mm -hmm. a weird one. We're working on it. See, this is why it's important. This is why people talk about it because I mean, you have to. So, so I know you said your tools for when things happen to you are different. What do you do besides, and you said kind of isolate yourself, but do you like go in your room? Do you watch a show? Do you go to bed, yeah. do you bath? What do you do? I, actually, I read, but most of the time I will just journal. Yeah. And just about anything I want, nothing in particular, just yeah. about anything. And a lot of times if I'm feeling a certain way, like I feel a little bit itchy. Does that make sense? Like when I know I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed, I get a little itchy, like not like hives or like physical itch, but just like kind of the way my body feels. <laughs> um, and so even if I just get a piece of paper and a pen and just dump out all that I'm feeling on a piece of paper, I'm fine. Like literally a couple like weeks ago in the middle of the night, I felt like absolute garbage. I'm like, I need to stop eating like this. I feel like absolute shit. And I was home by myself and I just wrote it. I was like, okay, why am I feeling this way? And I'm like, I'm anxious because my stomach hurts. I've taken some medicine to help me feel better. Like I am not going to throw up. I have not thrown up in 30 fucking years. Like I'm okay so far. And if I do, it's okay if I'm by myself. Like, that's so strange that I had to, like, talk to myself like I was a 10-year-old. kind of strange. No offense to 10-year-olds, but. That's how you deal with it. Like, that's how I had to, And then I, like, calm myself down. Like, I remember when Chris and I first started dating and we were talking on the phone. Yes, we are people that talk on the phone, you guys. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. We're not, we don't text all that often. But, like uh he we would be just be talking and talking and talking for hours and then he'd be like okay babe I'm like I need to go to sleep he's like okay you can go to bed whenever you want but until he was like hey Jessica go to sleep I didn't hang up or I would like it's weird because it's almost like getting permission but then I'm always like <laughs> I ask for forgiveness not permission so like am I a hypocrite of course I am <laughs> of course I am so I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Like interesting. So for me, exercise helps for you. Journaling helps. Um, I took a screenshot of what we were saying earlier. So, um, how can we intentionally focus on being better in regards to mental health? I think it goes to either a question that we have in there or another question. Um, being in touch with who you are, being in touch with how you react to things, being in touch with how you act with things and just generally, generally being in touch with you, you have to know who you are. First of all, you have to know 
how you are going to react to something. And sometimes it's out of our control and out of our hands, but you have to, this is something I have learned. You have to think before you speak. You have to pause before you react. That's a tough one for me. We all know. But I think by taking a breath and learning different techniques on focusing how to stay in touch with your body, with your thoughts, with your... Oh, man, my light went out. Um, Just with how you are every day, being in touch with you. It's how you can intentionally focus on how you're going to react. Okay, I feel like I need sleep. Then go to sleep. Like you need a nap, take a nap. Five minutes, 15 minute power nap, take a nap. You need to eat, find something to eat. Go to the gas station and get a granola bar. I'm horrible about this. Like I am horrible about keeping in touch with my body. But until I just got sick a few weeks ago, I... I just started paying more attention. Like my body was telling me, you need to go find something to eat. Me, I didn't want to find something to eat because if I ate a granola bar, I was going to gain 10 pounds. I was going to get sick. I was going to shit my brains out. I didn't want to eat. But my body's telling me that I need that. My body's telling me that I need rest. My body is telling me that I need to slow down. It took me having to go get tests done and having to get on a lifetime medication for me to realize that slow your ass down and start paying attention because you are gonna get worse your mental health I mean it was pretty bad babe I was worried like it's gonna get worse it yeah for it to be worse than what that was is very jarring to me but I get it like now you're you've had a couple weeks to kind of understand and and heal a little bit and you're doing really good. How are you feeling in regards to that? Because I know that's been kind of a mental fuck for you, but welcome to the girl that takes level thyroxin every day for thyroid function. Like a muscle, that organ that doesn't even know what to do with itself, but controls all the things. You feeling better? You're doing better? Yeah. Good. So have you, have you found a new routine with like how that's kind of battling your physical capability for a while versus how your mental stability has panned out in regards to that? Like, do you have a whole new way of doing things or are you just taking old tricks and making them in a new light, like a new mindset space for you? How's, how's that? I'm trying to figure one out in general. So I don't have any tips for anyone on this one, you guys. I am just kind of figuring out how to re. My hair looks awful. I'm sorry. Reworking. Um, my no one you. never gone away. Um, I'm just figuring out every day how to do things a little bit differently and figuring out what serves me best. Um, what's most important to me, and re evaluating my why, re-evaluating if things could go away in life, like 
what is going to stay, you know? Um, And it doesn't even have to go with my health, my physical health. It just has to go with my life. Like, is it like worth your time to sit here and talk to someone who is like just jabbering your ear off and you're like, does this even, what am I getting out of this? Like surrounding yourself with who and what matters. Right. Um, and I think that's good. We've learned that the last couple of weeks too. Um, just in regards to like, who is still showing up after you've gone through this, that, and the other, right? Like who still is doing the work to maintain a relationship, whether it be like a work relationship or a personal relationship or that sort of thing. Um, we recently went through something that we will not discuss, but um, it was really hard for me in regards to like what our expectation of that was and how it panned out, right? So that was a mental mind fuck for me. I'll be honest. Um, <clears throat> maybe one day we'll talk about it, but maybe not right now. But yeah, I was having trouble wrapping my brain around the fact that we didn't do anything wrong. And me, on the other hand, I was just like, let it go. Because if we're not that important to somebody else, why are we going to make them that important to us? And I, yeah, it was kind of a big deal and an opportunity. But we also did a very good job of navigating it together, how we needed to proceed in regards to, to that. Right. Um, and I'm proud of us because we talk all the time about how, if something doesn't feel the way that it should, whether it be a toxic relationship, a business relationship, a new partnership, a collaboration, whatever it might be, um, whatever environment you're in that doesn't feel good, you can always turn around and walk the fuck away. Yes. And that was hard for me to accept, but I had to, you know, preach, had to do what we were preaching y'all. So we did. And that's part of the reason why I think we took a break in May was just to kind of recalibrate and understand that everything in addition to this is a bonus, right? If we have more than two people come to the workshop, (laughs) then awesome. If we don't, we'll just sit in a big, pretty arena and freaking on arena it's like clubhouse we'll sit in a big pretty clubhouse and do everything virtually if we need to like it it is what it is like i i think that us just putting something out there as good as what's going to happen is is good and anything on top of this is a bonus so um how do you think that we can help other people like just like in regards to like making mental health cool (laughs) hashtag this is something for me in my own personal opinion i've been through therapy i've been on medication i've talked to five million people this is again my personal opinion nobody can help you figure out what is important to yourself when it comes to mental health, accept you. Yeah. You have to find out what is important for you 
you have to get in touch with yourself, not your spouse, not your significant other, not a therapist, not a family member, not a friend, not your children, not a mentor. Nobody can tell you how to get over, deal with, Push with mental health if you're not willing to help yourself. So you have to figure out how to help yourself before anybody will be able to help you. Yeah. And we as people, I feel like our first reaction is I need, I need help. And I don't say that you don't need help because when. That was a good one. (laughs) 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 Also that goes along with uh, physical health. Thanks. (laughs) When you ask for help, it is okay. But you also have to know that you have to help yourself before somebody else can help you. Yeah, because a lot of times if you're in that situation where you're like, I need help, people are like, what do you help with? And if you haven't sat down and been like, this is what I, the bare bones of what my issue lies in right now. If you have no fucking idea, y'all, like how is someone going to be able to help you or direct you, care for you, um, assist you, even sometimes listening to you? Like if you don't know, and, and have the ability to acknowledge or step forth into something that you're ready to walk through, to talk about, to, to have someone listen to you about, it can be entirely life altering for you to say the things that you need to say out loud. Um, not only for you to like shine a light on an issue, but also know that you're not by yourself because you can sit on the internet all day under the hashtag mental health matters And you can find all these resources, but until you actually own up to the fact that you feel a little bit fucked up and that's okay, like nothing is going to change. And that's why, like, in regards to me, like, it's good for you to say the things that are hypocritical for me to hear and for criticizing for me to hear in regards to how I react to stuff. Because now I'm acknowledging like, hey, I feel this way. Like, I don't like it when some people say these things to me. Or we've been friends for this long. Why are you fucking talking to me like that? You know what I mean? Like, not you in particular. I'm not saying that these things have been said to you. But recently, we've had some people kind of come back and forth and lash out and be emotional. And I learned this a long time in my job. Like, if someone comes to me and they are fired up about an issue, majority of the time, that issue is very small. But their emotion behind it is huge. And that has nothing to do with me. Like, I'm trying to help you fix a problem, but if you are so emotionally charged behind it about too many other things are going on, like your dog is in the hospital, you missed a grocery pickup, like whatever it may be, like majority of the time when someone is coming at you with things that they need help with, a lot of times there's emotion behind it that might be confrontational to you. Um, But that doesn't necessarily mean that you've done anything wrong. And I feel like a lot of time, like, I feel the first place I went to for a very long time was like, how did I fuck this up? Like, what did I do? Like, to make this relationship a fuck up right now? When not necessarily is it even my fault, right? Or something that I feel that is out of line in what, in what regards to a good relationship is like. And honestly, good relationships should have discussions in regards to how they can be better. So even if does someone does come to you and they say, hey, 
I want to talk to you about this. Like it doesn't automatically mean you're in the principal's office. You know what I mean? It's not that it's a, it's a, oftentimes criticism is to help you and to improve. And, and a lot of people, myself included, and you know this as well, that, that it's scared to even say the things that are true inside your own head, right? Kind of just a matter of like flushing it all out. It's like an oil change for your body, okay? Flushing a fill. <laughs> fill your own cup. Um, okay, what else do we want to chat? Let's see. So I have a tool and I thought this tool was really cool. I have a cool tool, you guys. Um, I was listening to something the other day and Sean T, you guys know him, the guy who is the awesome motivational speaker, exercise guy. Um, he is on fire on TikTok. So the other day he was, I don't remember if it was on a video I watched or a podcast he was on, but he was saying like, you should take whatever tasks you're trying to do or things you're trying to accomplish or something you're mentally trying to overcome and look at it like a clock or a piece of pie and cut that up into sections, right? And do one section at a time. So like, for instance, if I'm having trouble waking up early to make myself coffee to go in the car, like one task I can complete is to set the timer on my coffee maker so that when I'm running late, I can just pour it in a cup and leave the house, right? That's an easy fix. Or if there's something that I feel upset about, um, I can write it down. And then when I feel strong enough to talk to the person that I'm having an issue with, I can then have a backing to write it down first and then know that that's the things that I need to say as like a rehearsal. Or if it's like I said earlier, I have folded laundry or laundry I need to fold and I haven't put it away in days. If you walk past it twice, pick it up if you do it the third time. So just little tasks that you can kind of compartmentalize with your day that are smaller segments. And you know what, you guys, if you go all the way from noon to midnight and your clock is done and your goodness 3 p.m. Awesome. Great job. But if you only have the capability to mentally get to the third piece of pie or 3 p.m. on your clock, you did three good tasks today. And if that's all you're mentally capable of doing, then that's okay. Because you can put those three tasks back tomorrow if they're a reoccurring task and then start on the four o'clock if you want to. It goes in a circle. You know what I'm saying? So like if you don't always do all 12 tasks, you don't have to. But just as long as you pick up where you left off, it's a good place to complete. I thought that was pretty cool. Segmenting it so it's not so overwhelming. What do you... um? What you got over there, girlfriend? You're all smiley and cute. I'm just listening to you. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel um, about when people tell you they can't get better? Do you think it's because they're not utilizing their own self-acknowledgement? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. <sighs> I don't think they're, I don't think the word I can't is really possible because or whatever I um I used to be that person that I didn't think I was ever going to get better mentally I didn't think I was ever going to get over some things and I don't say that I've gotten over them you just learn how to deal with them a little bit better yeah um I feel in a mental capacity the people who say that they can't get better are the people who don't want to help themselves and by that, by saying that, I don't want to offend anybody. 
it takes a big person to finally admit that they need help and that they want to help themselves. Yeah. Like if you can have a million people come to you and say, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. But until you are willing to help yourself, you will never, ever, ever get better. That's absolutely true. Say I cannot get better are the people who are not willing to help themselves. And that is a selfish, a bad selfish move. Yeah. Because by you not helping yourself, you were hurting the people around you. And the people who are trying to love you and help you get better. Yes. Yes. So it's okay for you to own up to it. And it's okay to ask for help. It's please, okay please do that. To want the help. I'm not saying don't ask people for help or don't accept the help, but they cannot help you unless you want to help yourself. Yeah. You cannot 100%. And sometimes we may not ever heal to a hundred percent. However, you cannot start the healing process until you are ready to help yourself. And have an acknowledgement of, of how you want to move forward. Because if you don't have a plan I mean, you may not need to know the entire plan, like, but just getting the basis to move forward. It's just like us with this podcast. Like the reason why we took a break is because we knew we needed it. May was a busy month. Um, We've got a lot of stuff moving and shifting in each of our households in all the things we're trying to accomplish. And we knew that instead of showing, we say this all the time, instead of showing up half-assed, we're going to show up with our whole ass. And I think today's episode is a good indicator of what happens when you take a break and start over. Mm-hmm. Um, and even just acknowledging that we needed to do that is huge. Yeah. We know that y'all are going to listen by week again. No big deal. Um, we're so happy that you're here. Like we almost have a thousand followers on Instagram right now. That's freaking insane. Like, I know that sounds like a very small accomplishment to some of y'all, but like we started this, we've been doing this on ourselves, on our own. We don't have a marketing team. We don't have Instagram ads. We don't do any of that shit. Maybe we should, (laughs) we probably should pop into the algorithm, but, um, y'all that takes money we don't have right now. Okay. So we're just going to do the free shit for a while and that's all right. And I don't think that you even like it is, it is. No, I know. I'm not saying that we're gonna go like buy followers and shit. You guys know we're not those kind of people. But I'm just saying, like the fact that a thousand, like almost a thousand people, want to see what we have to say from week to week and day to day is pretty freaking cool. And that is a mindset, mindset, mindset shift for us. Um, just because when we started this podcast in November 2019, we were like, okay, as long as we can have one person that gets help from this, we're good. And now. The numbers are proving very differently, which we are very, very thankful for. And, and, and honestly, like this is mental therapy for us, right? So, so for us to be able to sit down and talk to y'all and interview y'all and learn your stories and tell y'all about our day and catch up with y'all, it's, it's so, it's so good to know that it's still here. And even though we took a three week break, it didn't crumble underneath us. We're actually doing better. Actually, (laughs) we're doing better when you left you y'all. We're doing better. So y'all know we cannot close on a normal note. So um, got any dad jokes over there? <laughs> Your jokes are just bad enough. They're making me laugh. 
All right, we know this one wasn't full of laughter and comedy, but we felt like someone needed to hear it. So thank you guys for tuning in this week and we will be back next week with a banging episode. High noon, baby of Corral, Wednesdays. We are back in action. Yeah. We're back on our bullshit, babes. <laughs> we love you. Bullshit is our specialty. <laughs> Only when we have to tell the truth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, we love you all. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, babes. Be sure to go like, comment, share, subscribe. And if you want, leave us a review. You can find us on all social media platforms at the Babe AF Pod. All inquiries and collabs, please feel free to email us at the Babe AF Pod at gmail.com and don't you fucking forget that we love you you're beautiful and you're a badass see you next week <laughs>